This is my mommy and daddy. Listen up, people. So how are we gonna intro this one? <laughs> Yo, we just went over this show. <laughs> Welcome to episode two. Shit, we made it to a second week. Yes. I'm Caitlin, along with my co-host. Sam Tranks, a.k.a. The Bull Tranks, a.k.a. OG Perspective. Okay. We're here. Yeah, that was a little switch up from last week. I think I just said Sam. I'm trying to have, like, I need, like, a podcast name for it. I know. I need, like, a legit intro. We got Dom on the beginning, but we kind of, like, <laughs> coming stumbling behind him. Right. He killed his intro. Every step of the way. Yeah, <laughs> we are. So we're here back at the CTC headquarters down uh, south side of Pittsburgh for anybody local. Again, I'm not going to mispronounce any words and make myself look stupid this week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we want to start this week off um, with thanking everybody. So round of applause. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Yes, all the messages, the uh, shares, the, shares the, likes, the likes, the comments. Yes, the personal Thank messages, you. the calls. I the think, emails. The yeah, emails. emails as well. I think that uh, when we first did it and it was all completed, I didn't know what to anticipate, just to be honest. Like, I thought, oh, if a couple people listen, that would be cool. Um, and then when we got, like, our first day, just to, <laughs> like, to be fair for any, for everyone listening, I guess now I can say for everybody listening. Right. We got, we got listeners. <laughs> we, got, we got legit listeners. Untitled Unmastered. Shout out to us. Yes. I mean. Shout out to you. You, you. you controlled the tempo. Thank you. Every morning I checked our numbers. Not that the numbers are everything, but I just was so blown away by how many people were streaming our podcast. Yeah. I can't wait to see how it is after a month after. Wait, what what episode are you looking looking towards? You know, a lot of podcasts fail. I think I'm going to uh, look forward to like the 10, the 20, 30, 40. Like okay. it sets a 10 for some reason. What for if me. we run out of stuff to talk about episode four? But this is really just us recording our lives, though. We talk That's true. all the time. Like I don't think we ever run out of things to. You. That's Again, true. <laughs> <laughs> you control the conversation. But um, I always got something to say, huh? But let's see what we're going to get into tonight. Because tonight, I did want to touch on some uh, more uh, lighthearted subjects. Last mm-hmm. week, we were, we went in. <laughs> yeah, we did. We definitely did. We did. So this week, I want to start with something. Now, you'll stop me if you're uncomfortable, if you don't want to do this. But oh, I here came, we go. I came up with a uh, really good idea. In my mind, this is a really good idea. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Wait, this is this is new to me too, so I don't know what you about to say. Okay, so I want to introduce a new segment, and I named this, I titled this, the Single Sam segment. <laughs> and wait, I will, <laughs> wait, what? Single Sam segment. So what we're gonna do is you you want to start each week off with a haymaker. You just want to jump right into the good stuff, huh? Yes, I okay. want to get into the you know single Sammy segment. Just an update, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Give us a. What's a, it like <laughs> being single in 2019? Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not too far behind you, but I just. You know, from a truly single stance now, you got out of a long relationship and you're out here, you know, living it up. So just kidding. I'm incriminating. 
I'm unincriminable. I'm Vlad. Huh? I'm Vlad TV right now. Right. Yeah, like, what are you, the feds? <laughs> but no, I don't, you know, there's nothing to So hide. what's going on? You dating? Everybody, everybody that knows me knows what I do. And just to remind everybody what I said last episode when they say I just be chilling. Put, just put that in the back of your head, guys. So are you currently dating, going, going on dates? Are you talking to people? What's going on in Sam's love life? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, my dating experience so far is, is twofold. On one end, is I get random like messages from like old white ladies who like fetishize, <laughs> fetishize. Was that fetishize? Fetishize. I don't know. We're gonna uh, do the Googles. Black men. That's so, it. It's just yeah, took a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, but um, so it's either that or trying to convince people that I'm actually single. So those are the two stages. That has to be of, frustrating. It what well, I mean spending your single time convincing people you're single. <laughs> right, right. Cuz you know, it's such a, a contrast, but you know it's all good. I ain't, you know. And then I'm sure you get the uh stuff about me as well. What stuff about you? Like the when we hang out, people probably oh, yeah. like think stuff or whatever. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> That's kind of what brought us here, right? So you're just basically spending your single life just defending your singleness. Yo, is that's a great way to describe it. But um, for the most part, I'm, I'll be chilling now, you know? Okay. So and, and that means just focusing on my business, mm-hmm. making sure, you know, I got my X's and O's and I's dotted, T's crossed, you know, so. Not many updates currently. Okay. Well, I also want to ask, are you uh, using, like, online dating or, like, how do people do it? Because whenever I started... Is online dating still a thing? Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm not knocking it because I obviously did online dating. Andrew and I Why met. obviously? Well, I'm just saying because we talked last episode and we mentioned about you helping me set up my Tinder. We mentioned that briefly. Okay, well, of... Sam helped me set up my Tinder and introduced me to online dating back when we were still living together. So that was interesting. <laughs> so, well, yeah, the segment where you... <laughs> Purposely online dated to somehow get closer to me. <laughs> Yo, sorry that that, that laugh was, is gonna sound annoying, but yes. a gun in your face and that's all you can come up with. That's it. Yeah, that's what I got for you. So, um, Andrew and I met on BlackPeopleMeet.com. Yeah, yo, I'm, this is the first time I heard this. This is going to be good. Hold on. No, I'm just Let kidding. Let me kick my, my sneakers off. <laughs> Please don't. But uh, no, I'm just kidding about that part. We met on, um, I think it was Tinder. Yeah, Tinder's the only, oh, yeah. Tinder's the only really dating app. Somebody told me. Black people meet. No, he, I said. That's hilarious. Yeah, I stole that joke from him. He told his family that, and he still to this day hasn't told him that he's joking. <laughs> his sister was like, why was she on blackpeoplemeet.com? And he was like, um, I don't know. So anyway, I'll talk to you later and hung up the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, great. They think I'm like Rachel Dolby or whatever. Dolja, shout out to Rachel. <laughs> Dolja. Uh, yeah, so. Kind of got off subject uh, subject there for a second. But so are you using Tinder or online Hell dating? no. Okay, all right. But is so what are you doing? Like Facebook, Instagram? I don't. Uh, Real life, like library, restaurants? What are you doing? No, uh, you know, I don't get out much. But just to back up, I don't, I think, I think online dating is still a thing. I'm not uh, participating in that, you know, from here on. It's been years since I've been involved in, in you know, online dating. Shout out to everybody who, who online dates, but 
That's just not my method of madness right now. Currently, if I were to meet somebody, it probably would still be online in some capacity. Um, but I'm not really, you know, I'm not sure. What's the craziest Tinder date you've ever been Tinder on? Tinder date? Like, yeah, like date that, yeah, you met somebody on Tinder. And, and something then, happened. Like you had a crazy date or experience with them. Wait, what level show is this? Is this like PG? Where I are we put going the with explicit this? tag. So on we it. can go all we can go all the way there. Yeah, we can go all the way there. Did it say who was listening to our <laughs> our episode one? <laughs> no, but I have some <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know Tinder dates or online dating. See, my I have I've never been successful online dating. I'm not successful dating at all. You know what I'm saying? Preach. So I just. Uh, I don't think I ever. I don't think I have any juicy Tinder stories. Oh, I got some. I have a you know lot. What I'm saying? Yo, crazy story. You want to know a crazy story? I had at one point I had a Tinder uh, profile set up to get training clients. It didn't work, but people would be like, "Wait, are you really here just to get this?" I'm like, "Yeah." That was like in yeah. the, that was in like some of like the beginning stages. I remember. For real too. When you what do you mean that? you remember? Well, I remember when you first told me that you had Tinder for your training business, and I remember thinking, like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, training. For real. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that that's neither here nor there. So, I have some crazy Tinder stories. I have a lot, actually. I so, this even... segment is for you. Well, that's I why mean, you brought it up. I opened it up to all involved, but okay. if if you don't really have nothing... I'll, I'll, while you tell your story, I'll, I'll listen okay. and think. So, I'll do, like, a pretty... I mean, mine are just crazy in the sense of, like, I can't believe I was either so rude or just, like... Because I just didn't care. Because I truly was just dating out of, like... Almost out of, like, anger and heartbreak, in a sense. So, anybody that was on my path was just going to get steamrolled right over. So, I was very, very picky. Like, I'd go on dates and I'd leave in the middle of the dates. I would, like... (laughs) Just bounce. But if you remember... That sounds like when we met. I was just going to say, as I'm, saying, as I'm saying that out loud, I remember like the first couple of times, like if you like irritate me, I'd be like, all right, I'm leaving. Bye. I get <laughs> yeah. that from my mom. If she, I know she's going to listen to this, but she's the same way. But anyway... <laughs> she storms out like I'm out. Yeah. She, I'm over this. We'll be out. And everyone, Yo, you would literally just bounce. That's what she'll do. She'll be, she'll walk home too. She'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> she just Fuck all y'all. Yeah, basically... So um, I remember that there was this guy I met and we had just like been talking on the phone, whatever, texting, calling. And he like, I ended up finding out he lied about everything, like who he was, what he did. Um, He was actually on the verge of like losing his apartment. Like he lied about where he lived, whatever. So before I knew he lied, I agreed to go have Mexican food at this restaurant in Pittsburgh. No, you at least get a a meal out of it. Well, I didn't know he lied at this point, (laughs) to be fair. I didn't know yet. I when I got there and saw his place and stuff, I was like, okay, he lied. Like, and I'm not just talking about little things. Like, oh, you said you lived in a one bedroom, but it's a studio, or like, because whatever. Like, I can understand somebody doing that, trying to impress somebody or whatever. So, that wasn't that. It was completely like he was unemployed. He had lost his job six months prior. So he wasn't uh, Prince Hakeem trying to act like he he was about to lose his apartment, his car, everything. Like his face was different in person. Like it's just. (coughs) So this um, was a catfish, a real live catfish. Yeah, like, yes. 
but physically not so much but there was a lot of like differences like you could tell he was taking the best angles of the pictures and stuff like that we all do that though yeah but some of us do it better than others and he was one of them so shout out to him and he was a lot shorter it just was a mess so anyway long story short I'm already extremely uncomfortable. Um, like I'm already, I already know in my head, like this is going nowhere. But it's Mexican food, so <laughs> like I'm not gonna not eat the Mexican food. So the Mexican, we order the so I'm food. Go, I go out with Psycho Bull, but <laughs> Psycho Bull. As long as I get a meal. So we're just sitting there. I'm like, all right, this needs to hurry up. Food gets food starts to come. So as like the food gets put on the table, I'm sitting there thinking like I need an out. How am I going to get out of this? So you're going to laugh at this because it actually involves you. Am I actually going to laugh out loud? I don't know. Okay. But it involves you. And I don't think I ever told you this before. But I made one of my guy friends call my phone and pretend to be you. And I changed their number in my uh, my phone. You showed them like, look, it's him. Yeah, I changed it to Sam. And I told them to uh, call me and tell me that... They had that they had to go to work pretending to be you, and that they needed me to come pick yo, Dominic so up. Weird, yo. Why not just be like, yo, this all right, this is date's over. Because I wanted it to be like done right then and there. Like that would have definitely closed it out. Yeah, but like, yo, I, yeah, I, fam, I this date's had, over. <laughs> He's like, what? What's going on? I had a taco in my hand. So. You should toss ten hours on the table. Like I'm out. That's it. Well, I had a taco in my hand or fajita in my hand. So like. I you could have kept the fajita and still stormed <laughs> and out. I just felt like this was more classy. Classy would have would have been like <laughs> climbing out of the bathroom window. That yeah, would have been classy, like the Malcolm X. But yeah, that one's not too crazy. Like there was a lot of story, and I just dipped, like got in the car and bounced. And I'm like, oh, Sam got to go to work. I got to be with my son. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and dipped. But I had I done that. That was like normal behavior for me. Um, I'll share one more story because this one is really crazy and there's a lesson to be learned here. This was not that long ago, actually, for my birthday, uh, my 29th birthday. So um, I went out in the South Side. So it was like five years ago. Yeah, funny. I went out in the South Side and That's I had... That's a fail. This, is, this, is, this story is going to end with a fail. <laughs> no, biggest fail. The hugest congratulations I played myself. I... um. Yeah, I know. I wish I had the drop. I uh, went to a bar and I had... Congratulations, you played yourself drops coming next week. I had met this guy from a mutual friend of ours. So I saw him and I saw him there with a a couple of his friends that I had met through a mutual friend. So I went up and we were talking all night long. Like, you know, like I said, I kind of knew them a little bit. So they they were leaving and they were all like, oh, we're going to go after hours. We're going to go to, you know, a diner or something, get some food. So my friends wanted to go back to the room. And I was like, I'm going I'm to roll with them. Like, I, I you know, I, I know them through a mutual friend, a friend I really trusted at the time. So I'm thinking everything's all good. Well, I played myself because I got set up for like the okie doke where now all of a sudden like a couple friends disappear. And now it's just dude dude's friend and his girlfriend and me somehow in the car yeah listen you should have seen that from a mile away to be fair i had drank so much crown that night and gin it was a rough birth it was my birth i was birthday drunk birthday drunk is a different drunk so shoot me a little bit of bail here Okay. I wasn't in a same shoot me a little bit of bail well we're gonna get to that so Night goes horrible. I end up, they pulled over and they went into this party in this apartment. 
And I was like, go ahead and go up. I don't feel so well. I'm going to get some air. So as soon as they went up, I booked it, took my heels off and ran down in the north side. And I wasn't living in Pittsburgh, so I wasn't very familiar. I called an Uber. Like I went a couple blocks away so they wouldn't see me. Called an Uber, dipped. Next day, I get online and I just Google, you know, I don't know if women out there, if you guys do this, but after you like meet somebody, you Google them just to see if there's anything that pops up. Oh, like, oh he's a millionaire. Well, not even that. Um, just to make sure like there's no like police reports or anything. Well, I Google the guy and he's involved in a murder case. In a legit murder case. Ooh. <laughs> Are you the soundboard? Yeah, like what? But I'm just saying. Should we react to that? In the same I was way? in a car by myself with his friend and his girlfriend the night before, and he was involved in a murder case. You said that three times now. That's insane. So I text him about it. Here's the here's how I know this person is crazy. So he was involved in a murder case, <laughs> and you willingly continue to communicate with this guy. Next, God's working on me. Um, I sent him a text. Hey, friendly text to I a murderer. Saw, I saw the articles about you when I Googled you. <laughs> he's like, which ones? He's like, yeah. She's, he's, she's. All he typed back was LOL. And I blocked the shit out of him. Because it involved a, a woman that was, like, it was crazy. All he typed back was LOL. Not like, oh, it's some bullshit. I'm caught up in that. He just put LOL. I was like, oh, hell no. And blocked him on my phone, through social media, everything. I haven't seen him since. But it was terrifying. And I, that whole next day, I was so mad at myself. Like, you idiot. Yeah. You idiot. What? <laughs> I had met him through a mutual friend. Like, I thought it was Did cool, you cut man. the friend off, too? No, they he didn't know either. Nobody knew. Like, what is this? We gotta get an update. We'll get an update on uh, <laughs> on our friend here. <laughs> you got some, some friends. Yes, that was. It Wait, was, so was this your your last uh, Tinder story? Yeah, that was done. Okay. I just I wait. Kinda, did they look good? He must have looked good. He had to have looked. <laughs> he had to have been the bomb. Like he was. He was. He was bad as shit. Huh? <laughs> he was bad as shit. He had to be tough. He looked swell. Okay. Nice little body. It had body. to be. He's dealing with murderers. Okay. Let's Buff. extend the Tinder story uh, no. segment for a couple more minutes. <laughs> this is getting good. No, this is You say he's crazy. buff? He was... Is that... That's probably not how they say it. Built. Did I just sound like buff? an 80-year-old? Buff is like A.C. Slater, where you're like in shape, but you ain't really cut, but you still kind of the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was probably him. A.C. Slater was the man, for real. Honestly, A.C. Slater versus Michael Scott as greatest TV character ever. I feel like that's not even a comparison. I know. Michael Scott's way better than A.C. Slater. Yeah. But A.C. Slater is a legend, though. Like, Really? To me, he's... he. Listen, he's more important to the Saved by the Bell story than Zach Morris himself. What was A.C. He? Slater... Was he Hispanic or was he black? He was or Afro Latino. Yeah, I feel like he's still in uh, in character <laughs> as Mario Lopez. What? He's like, oh wait, always, that's Mario. Lopez. Yeah, see what I'm saying? He's like always. He's the real life Slater. Know you know it. what I'm saying? Wait, like, is Mario? What is Mario Lopez? Yes, Slater. AC Slater. Though. Did not know that. Well, speaking of what was Mario Lopez, I also have another. Uh, Suggestion for crazy stories, if you don't mind me bringing this one up. Talk to him. 
I want you to tell everybody the story about uh, when you cut that girl's hair off. <laughs> Come on, yo. <laughs> Come on, yo. Man, first, like, let me get you. Let me get you. Let me let me start from. The you got to tell. Yeah, go all the way to the beginning. So me, so my, I got I got a brother and a sister, and they're both old, older than me. So the three of us went to this Christian school called Open Door Christian Academy. The three of us to start were the only three people in the entire school. I went there. I think my brother and sister went there one year apiece. I went there for three years. I went there from first, first, second, actually second, third, and fourth grade. Mm-hmm. The only black people in sight. Mm-hmm. So like even as an adult male now, people be like, oh, you talk so proper. You talk white, this and that. It's because I went to a white school second through fourth grade. That's the only reason why. You know what I'm saying? So it's... Well, anyway, so I'm in class. I've never seen white people before. <laughs> Seriously. I'm in... Well, I was in second grade. Never seen white people before. But it was this girl in front of me. Her hair would be like so perfect. Like her ponytail would be so perfect, yo. So I'm like, damn, she look like a Barbie doll. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like... So long ass ponytail. So... She, she I'm, so this is going. This is this is a um, grand opening, grand closing. So one day I'm like, yo, I'm gonna cut her ponytail. So anyway, I grab her ponytail, snip it, and I'm actually a terrible cutter. So it takes me the longest hell to cut things nowadays. I cut this ponytail with the quickness, yo, the whole joint snip. And when I when I picked it up, it like didn't fall out all over the place. I'm like, yo, this shit is like. A Barbie doll. So anyway, I put it in my crayon box, <laughs> and then my man next to me snitched on me. That's my first like interaction with someone telling on me. That and was, it was a white, white guy. Yeah, white kid. I forget his name. So what he's happened? Lucky, he's lucky, huh? So what ended up happening? They they, they called I me forget. to the uh, to the principal's office. I got in like big trouble for that shit. <laughs> what did they do? Do you remember? Yo, my grandma. I mean, like, did you what, get what did my 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 my, uh, my grandma do? No, did you get like detention for that? Like, what did you get for that? Because nowadays you probably would have been like arrested. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, they just uh, I just pretty much got like a, a in school suspension or something. Did like they that. ask you like why? And did you tell I, them because you thought it was like Barbie doll hair? I said I don't even know what I said, but I I think I, I kept my mouth shut. I think I was uh, real quiet on it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd your grandma do? She she prayed over me, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. She probably I think she thought that's that probably I was like, like a sociopath or a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah because and the reason why I went, I even thought of that story because I remember you telling me years ago I was watching a show and it was about like a elementary school age chi- uh, kid that cut this girl's ponytail off and they thought he was like a psycho killer right and i just i remembered it instantly like oh my gosh i forgot about sam's story about actually cutting somebody's ponytail off i think i would murder somebody if they cut my hair off i honestly think i would that's insane so you didn't get expelled or anything no no i didn't i didn't get expelled at all so we're about 20 some minutes in and we've covered the single sam segment (laughs) uh crazy tinder stories that i guess ended up being my segment and also the sam cutting some girl's hair (laughs) (laughs) so we're doing great on this episode too 
but Shout so out to her, man. I wanted My to. Bad. That'd be crazy if you found her like on Facebook or something. You know, I'm really bad with names. She's probably. You talk about like people having triggers and traumas <laughs> now as adults. She's probably so Yo. traumatized. Like if someone comes behind her too quick or something. Yo, her parents is probably tight. Oh, I can, if can you imagine how, as parents if we can, if Dominic came home and some kid cut <laughs> his hair off, we would probably do Yo. some crazy crap. Yo, that's crazy. So I wanted to. You said something, and I kind of wanted to shift over to some more um, serious topics. You mentioned that here going go. to. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Um, you, really, that's what we're here for. Yes, you mentioned that you had gone to that Christian school, and that was your first time seeing white people. Yeah. Um, and then you were only there for a few years, and then you went to high school and. No, I, I went to middle school or elementary. I went to fifth grade. Fifth grade was the first time I went to school, like in the hood, since first since first grade. Okay. And even first grade, I went to um, a Christian school, West Oak Lane Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. And it was completely different than Penny Packer that was down the street. Penny Packer felt like I was in motherfucking South Central. Penny Packer was crazy. That's uh, in what part Elementary of Philly? Elementary school. It's in Uptown, West Oak Lane, okay. Philadelphia. Um, and then That's you where went I to... met all my friends. Oh, okay. Cool. Shout out to all your friends. Um, and then you met... Or then you met... And then you went to King for high school, correct? All four years? Yeah. Okay. And... Um, now that you've lived out here in Westmoreland, no, Allegheny County and Westmoreland County for some years, how do you see, and you trained, you know, high school athletes, like, what do you notice are the biggest differences between, like, your high school, King, and, and Philly, and versus, like, some of the high schools out here, like Westmoreland County and Allegheny County? Uh, that's a big difference. I think things have are changing now because the game of football is changing, but back in the day... When I was coming up, it was all about size, you know what I mean. And like the schools on West, in Western PA were, were just huge, like they were they were monsters, you know what I mean. So these guys would get be getting recruited to Penn State, to Pitt, to Wisconsin, Big Ten, Big Twelve schools, you know what I mean. And in Philly, you know, you know, when I was coming up, there wasn't um, a lot of exposure in Philly, and a lot of us weren't that not not weren't that good, but we weren't. You would go. The level, huh? You would go straight to football. Not to cut you off, but I didn't even mention football. <laughs> you went straight to oh. football differences, which is okay. Yeah, that's, oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's how. <laughs> that's how you. Wait, gauge what, what was it? the original question? <laughs> the original question was just we were talking about growing up in Philly, and you'd mentioned that when you went to the Christian school, that was the only time you had seen white people and going to King and stuff. And then now that you've been out here and you've worked with some of the high school kids out here, and obviously Pittsburgh's a more um, diverse area as far as white and black people. There's a lot of white people out this way. Like, how do you view? Like, how different of an experience is that? For oh. You? <laughs> I had my own uh, vision of where I wanted that question to go. That's okay. Um, see, you kind of messed me up with the schooling. But, yeah, uh, sorry. I think I like the inclusion out here, but it has its gifts and it's a gift and a curse. So it's way more integrated in Pittsburgh, but it's way more racist or more racism too, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean, those type of vibes. You know what I mean? So everybody's not cool with being cool with black people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not cool with being cool with white people. 
You know what I mean? So that's different. In Philly, nobody just nobody hangs with white people. You know what I'm saying? You don't really even see white people unless you're like on the train. You know, barely on the bus, but on the train downtown. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You go to the Northeast, so a little bit think- in North Philly. You know, you see white people like that, but. In the schooling, at least in the uptown, there's no white people. So do you think overall has, like, Pittsburgh, in your experience, been a welcoming experience to you? Or, I mean, I know that it, well, there's racism. I, I ever- think the way I carry myself, I sort of demand respect, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm interacting with you, like, you're going to feel like I'm not taking no no bullshit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a genuine person, so... Um, if I, I've never felt it directly, because I don't think people would even... St- come at me like that you know what I mean for, to even make me feel that way but it's it, it exists mm-hmm. well yeah and that's what I was gonna say I was gonna say I'm not um, implying that it doesn't exist in certain places or more than I mean you just look at the news else. no yeah I'm agreeing I'm, I'm you know saying I, mean? I didn't mean it I didn't mean it like that okay. I just meant um, overall has Pittsburgh been like a difficult transition for you a no it's been pretty I think good. I can to mingle you. with anybody. I think the the most difficult transition for myself is just settling in here. You know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and not trying to continue to go backwards and just focus on moving forward. So whenever you, um, whenever you came out here, then then you were back. You went to Seton Hill. You explained last episode a little bit about the process of that. So you ended up at Seton Hill. Again, that area, Westmoreland County, even more predominantly white um, areas. Um, so I'm sure then you were introduced to interracial dating at that point. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you? It was hell. It's like, no, it was cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> no, um, it was different. Like, again, we growing up, we never even thought about talking to white chicks. Mm-hmm. Ever. It just never crossed our mind. Unless, like, we would go to, like, Willow Grove Mall, and you'd be like, yo, it's a white chick. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? But we never, like, even thought about it like that. But, you know, it was because we never were around white people. But So coming coming out here uh, and being exposed to that, it was different, but it was, I felt like it was a... It was cool. It it wasn't as 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 crazy as people think. You know what I mean? People, mm-hmm. It's all the same for real, for real. So, um, I'm just kind of curious, and I'll share mine, but we'll start with yours as well. What do you think um, your experience overall? Like we were in a in a racial relationship for a long time, and I know over the years you've mentioned uh, different comments people have made to you online or in person or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um, some can't find a system, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you can just share a little bit of your experience on that I mean I I know you still you kind of even professionally with your business kind of deal with some backlash um, when it comes to as far as your advertisement there so for years you know I'm a personal trainer you know my focus is high performance athletic training but you know within the recent months to a year I've been focusing more on personal training so I have a lot of female clientele so some of the feedback or some of the negative feedback just through the years that I've gotten is it used to be, oh, oh man, you, it ain't no black girls you can train out there, which is a fair question. Um, I used to have more white, not even more white female clients, but they would get more attention, I should say. You think so? 
Because, well, I think part of that, just to kind of pause you, I don't think it's that you were giving them more attention. They were getting more attention oh, from, you mean the, from, from, from the public. Well, maybe. I mean, that's... So, I think that what... Just keep... Just, just to keep it a bean, people were more attracted to the white girls I was training. And it was like, yo, you ain't got, you know, ain't no black chicks out there. I'm like, yo, like, I'm training who want to train with me. You but know also, what too, what I was going to say is your business started, CTC didn't start in Pittsburgh. Like, CTC, right. the history of CTC is extensive. Like, I can remember that beginning like way back into the beginning of our relationship. So actually your business started in Westmoreland County, which I previously mentioned right. for those that are not familiar familiar with it. It's predominantly more of a white area out there. So a lot of your clients at that time um you know Naturally, the athletes and stuff were, were white. white. Yeah, cuz that's just which is, the demographic. Which is, so that was the, so that was the first thing. Then just for my own sake I did a um I, I made like a pick stitch photo with all types of boxes. It probably had like twenty boxes on there, and I just through the years I I wrote down every single woman that I've ever trained, and I trained more black women than white women at that time, mm-hmm. just to see you know if it, if there was any validity to what people were saying. So anyway, so that was that. I decided that people were just focusing on the white May girls. Can I ask you that a question training. now? What's up? And maybe this is a question to those people that think that. And I hope some of them are listening to this because maybe they we can have some great dialogue about this. And maybe there's a, a side of it I'm not seeing. But if I'm looking at it from a business perspective, solely business, removing emotion out of this, because that's what you're running. You're not running an emotional business here. You know, not people to be ask me, like, yo, do you get paid for that? Well, yeah, well, not to be I'll rude. Be like, this what? Is, at, the, at the end of the day, I mean, of course, everything that you do is for the betterment of people and even with that being said this isn't to say that anybody's claims or whatever invalid feelings are invalid i'm oh, just it was all invalid but but going. i'm just saying it's not like this is a business it's not like you went out and picked people and said hey <laughs> i want to do this for you you and you and they were all white people white girls or whatever this was literally people who came to you and paid you for a service so if no black people supported you let's just say hypothetically and only white people supported you why are you getting flack for that and then too, if these people, right. if whoever complaining, they support it anyway. But that's what I was gonna say. And whoever's complaining about it, um, why don't you become a client and pay? And then you can be the black, like the black client that you wish be the change you wish to see. I guess is what I'm <laughs> right. trying to say. Like I'm not trying to be rude, but from a business perspective, and I know people are gonna take that and probably run with it in a million different ways and try to make me sound like I'm being insensitive and that I don't understand. I do understand. But I also understand business, and I understand the fact that these are people who are paying you because you're good at what you do, regardless of, truly, regardless of your race. You're a great trainer, and these people are paying you for that. And I think you do a great job at promoting um, black women empowerment and positivity. But wait, we're going to get there. So, okay. so then it went from, oh, you only train white girls, to, oh, you only film, you always be filming them white girls' butts. I'm like, yo, like... Because your eyes go to her butt, that doesn't mean that I'm filming her butt. Because that's the center of her body, and I center the the camera. And if you recognize all my video, the center of the people's body is usually in the middle of the camera. That's where your eyes are at. Mm-hmm. Might be a butt there. We might be doing squats. You want me to film her triceps if we're doing squats? So anyway, so that was a big thing. Like like for a few years, people were like, yo, you always did it. Your videos are so sexual and blah blah blah. There may be party next door playing in the background. 
that <laughs> and I'm, I'm not trying to be sexual or anything like that. So that was a big thing. And then from there, um, it was, you only train white girls with big butts. And I'm like, I can't win. You don't see the, the 50 athletes that I'm training. Mm-hmm. You don't see the black women that I'm training. I did a, a test one time. I, um, I won't even talk about the test. I won't talk about the test. But... It's, it was it was just completely invalid. That was the word we used earlier. Um, and then from then, it was, oh, you don't train no black girls? So now that I train predominantly black girls, or I train more black girls uh, just through the years, now it's, yo, your page might be too black. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I- that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, I me personally, I I we've talked about this many times. I feel like when any time it's business, business is business, and money is green, and anybody out there that has is trying to make their own money or whatever, especially young business owners or business owners. Period. Um, you know, you're a start. You're essentially still a startup business because your gym here is new. But so, I will say though, like. I want to get black women into shape. Right. And it is a priority. I was going to get to that. That was our conversation. And you said that that's very important to you. And I agree. And I think that you should do that. And that should be, you know, how, like the forefront of CTC or however you decide to, you know, market and brand CTC training. Um, however, with that being said, as a business, you can't exclude a whole race of people um, just because some people feel uncomfortable about it like that's the part of me i think it's unfair for the type of things that people say to you because you have bills to pay and it doesn't make you any less pro black or anything like that and this conversation is kind of even silly to me because it's like you're less than because you are inclusive to helping everybody get in shape that is insane to me i can't even understand it like uh, you know, because I guess it's hard to differentiate people who follow CTC training. It's hard to differentiate um, CTC training from Sam Tranks. Well, that can so, get us back to the original question. You know, you know what I mean? So, like, people think that I'm doing this. It's not necessary. It's not a choice of mine. It's a choice of CTC training, training whoever. But even on the earth, but who here, wants here's, to get better? Here's my question, and like, make it make sense for me. Help me understand. Even if it was your personal preference, even if it was your choice, even if it was that would Sam. Be some clown shit! If I decided not to train black chicks. But okay, with, that's correct. It but then it would also be crazy my, for you to not train white girls like it's it's just a training yeah. period it's just a business <laughs> right. that's my point back to square one. it's just a business it would be crazy to alienate a group of people but so to go back to the dating because i want to get back into that um i've always it's always kind of just been a um conversation we've always kept open and, and talked about a lot over the years but what has your experience been like when you were in an interracial relationship um, I mean, I, I again, people don't come and be crazy, but just through the years, people were always... Because I, real quick before you uh-huh. answer, I think you had more pushback that you dealt with than I even did. Uh, you know, I'll tell you this, like, 
the moment you start talking to a white girl, black women will never let you forget that shit. Which is cool, you know what I'm saying? But like, I've literally been in front of a black girl who I'm interested in, or we talking or whatever, and had them stare at me like, "Are oh, you fuck with them white bitches?" Like, yo, I'm literally I'm looking you in your face. You're the blackest, the darkest girl I've seen in months. And you're telling me about how much I love white chicks because my son's mom is white. Which is nothing wrong with white chicks. But, and that's that's another topic, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I never really had. um... Yeah, so so to, to close that out. That's my experience with that. Is like that's it's just it never ends, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If there, I wouldn't say the stigma, but it's like the, a stereotype. But what if? But what if you're dating? I'm not saying this is how you feel, but what if you did date white and black girls? What if it did, like? What if you were truly dating? That's shocker, a, that's a thing. Shocker. People... What if you were truly dating just to find the best person for you, soul connection wise? Why would I do that? Don't think you gotta be black. But <laughs> and, and listen, I want to be clear on my stance too. I am for anybody living their life however they want. Caitlin's white. I'm white. I <laughs> Sam in his I'm dating <laughs> in his in his dating um, life and stuff like that. When we talk about different things, and he talks about like the um, pride he has in having like a black love relationship. Except like his ex was uh, a black woman, and I'm happy for sam like genuinely happy for sam and i support him a hundred percent i don't him being um having that view dating or just in general doesn't make me feel like he's anti-white we're gonna take a quick break just to bring you some ctc updates here shameless plug from ctc training if you're interested in personal training, come down to the south side of Pittsburgh. We're at 2015 Mary Street. If you're not in the area, we have a private online Facebook group. It's super dope. It's $10 a month, subscription-based. Um, we have a whole lot of good things in there for you. So if you're interested in that online group, email me at ctctraining4 at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash ctctraining4.com. Also on Instagram at ctctraining4. So the grind continues. So all I'm saying is people would ask me, do I care or how do I feel about the fact that you are dating a, a black woman now? And that was insane to me because <laughs> do I only date white it, it didn't matter who you dated is the point. Like if I were if if I would have felt away, if I would have been upset or sad about anything, it wouldn't be the race of who you're dating. It'd be the fact that you were dating another person, period. Do you know what I'm Does mm-hmm. that make sense? What I'm yeah. saying? So. That is probably the craziest, like, question I think I ever got. I never really got much feet or, like, like remarks about you. Yeah, or about dating you. I mean, over the years, I've had people who don't really know me and stuff make just just generally racist people. I've had those experiences. Yeah, you know, ain't nobody coming at me like that. But I've never had, like, my, like, friends or anybody be like, ooh, why you talk to a black guy? Why don't you talk to a white guy? That's my issue. And That's... A, lot, a lot of people, I mean, I ain't on that level, but a lot of people would, would view me as a, 
unthreatening black guy. Like, I'm not, like, rough and rugged and, you know what I'm saying? Rough around the edges. I just, it just, to me, like, again, the only part that sometimes ever gets me in my feelings about it or when it used to happen when we were dating is when people... We, athletes get passes. When, when people used to say it in, like, such disgust because, at the very least, I would never speak about somebody like that. Like, ooh, you, like black girls or ooh, you like black guys like that's just a horrible way to speak about other people that one you don't even know who these people are and we've talked about that that's kind of a struggle i have because if people like they like they asking like you got cooties or something yeah like ooh, you your your son his son's mom's white but and it just sometimes it can be um not to have like white tears over here but like sometimes it's hurtful because wait cue to slow music <laughs> no it's just i'm just trying to be honest and like i said very vulnerable about this sometimes it would hurt my feelings because a lot of times in my just behind closed doors and my you know alone time and free time i'm going so hard for just you know, to be an ally to black people, to be mm-hmm. an ally to black women. I never, Truth. people used to think it would be so cool or funny to put down your ex-girlfriend in front of me. They thought it'd make me feel better by saying like, oh, we think you're this more than her or whatever they used to say. I'm not even going to say the stuff they used to say. And I used to just like either not even listen to them or I would say like, no, I don't agree with that because it's just so important to me to just try to uplift people in general like I'm not here to put other people down so you know that about me and that's part mm-hmm. of the reason why we even dated because you got to know what type of person I am and, and what I'm really about so um really that's just, why that's why I did <laughs> kind of just <laughs> went into a tangent there but that used to bother me a lot because I felt like if those people that were saying that stuff to you on your Facebook or in real life or wherever it was happening, if they just sat and had a conversation with me, then, you know, I'm not saying that they would like be pro interracial dating, but at least they would have respect like, oh, to understand. Man, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, just to have some respect to understand that, like, but I'm I, not, I love how we're talking about this as if we're like different species mingling but together. But that's how, that's how people, that's how people talk about it. Like, oh my God, he dated like, a white girl. Yo, people still talk to me like, yo, like, what, like, what is, like, how'd you even talk to him? It's like, hi. No. <laughs> How are see, you don't approach black women like that, though. You can't just be like, hey. You're like, huh? Who the fuck is this corny motherfucker? So, what do you say? Uh, you want me to drop some player lines on, on the radio, on, yeah. the, on the podcast? Yeah, I want to hear. What do you say to black women that's so different? Because <laughs> I want to know. Like, yeah. we want to be real and truthful. Let me know if it's so different than what you would say to a white person, white girl. So when you when you walk up to a white girl, you be like, "Hey, my name's my name's Kyle." You know, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta like water it down. You know what I mean? So okay, what happens when you go up to a black girl? You gotta be like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, so that's I mean? so be, different. Yo, hey, I'm Kyle, and so yo, what's name. up? So the name. So when you're talking to black women, you gotta remove the name. That's the yeah. Name. I mean, if. You, you got to give her your That's nickname. crazy. Oh, the nickname. You know what I'm saying? What's like, your nickname? My nickname or my fake name? Both. Well, my fake name is Sean. <laughs> Sean sounds way sexier than Sam. Like, remember remember Stephen Urkel? Yeah. Steve Urkel and Stefan? Like, Stefan was that dude. You know what I'm saying? Same fibers inside, oh, but just God. a different persona. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a left hook. So, you know? so did Sean cheat on me or did Sam cheat on me? Wow. Wow. I got to go. So It was Sean. Yo, 
Scraps. Yo, we got to... Hold on. Cut. <laughs> but, um... It's getting deep over here. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. We kind of went off on a little bit of a... That, but that interracial dating stuff sometimes makes my head hurt because at the end of the day, I feel like everybody should just do what makes you happy. Be with who you want to be with. Because, too, even if... Let's say even when we were dating to those people that would make those comments... Even if you were to break up with me, do you think he now is going to date you? Like, I don't care who's saying it. White, whoever's making comments about another person's relationship, even taking Ray's out of this. You putting all that energy out there for somebody to not be with somebody for whatever reason you think is appropriate. Do you think then that person's going to break up with the person they're in a relationship with and date you? Or do you just want them to be single? Like, I don't understand what the goal is. So why even comment on other people's relationships? If it's not affecting you personally, why even make a comment on it? Who somebody likes, who somebody's date. And that's it too. Gay, for gay people, for straight people, interracial, whatever the case may be. That's what I never understood. Like, do you Wait, understand what I'm saying? No, say that again. It's like, no, I'm just playing. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I understand what you're saying. Sam does that to me all the time, and it drives me insane. I'll go off on a subject, and then he'll be typing something on his phone and say, wait, can you repeat that? And it drives me insane. Okay, I so. I could fake and act like I, like I knew what you were talking about, but I. But yeah, so I that if anybody has any comments on that, we did set up the email account. I want to just take a second um, to just throw that out there. Uh, any comments, if you want to shout out um, local business owners, if you want to, you know, link and connect, hit us on our email. It's untitled unmastered potting at gmail.com. And explain potting. Why didn't you just put podcast? Because potting is like the cool way of saying yeah, I'm going to podcast. email to type out. Well, they didn't have, it was either that or one, two, eight, seven random numbers. Because oh, no, they didn't, yeah. untitled on massive. Yeah, so what taken. is potting? Potting, is that a that's new what thing? We're, that's what or, we're is doing. Is that what right we're now? doing? So we're, that sounds cool. Potting. Yeah, we're potting. So yeah. It's, I could text somebody like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm potting. I'll get you later, like, I'm potting right now. You know, man, I'm probably, I'm, I'm probably pot for a little bit. <laughs> yes. Get my, get my pot on. Yes. Potting. Hey, yo, Sam, you coming to the, to the joint? <sighs> I think I got a pot tonight. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be potting, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Some cool shit. Um, so just kind of to wrap that all up, I want to wrap that part of it up on one question. Okay. So do you subscribe to the theory that uh, dating is like the person that you're with or when you're looking for a partner that it should truly just be who's best for you or do you think that that should be limited that should be limited by um exclusive to your race i think it should be i think it's your personal preference if you know whichever way you want to go so if you met the let's say you met and, and listeners, ask yourself this question. Whatever race you are, if you're white or if you're black or whatever, everything else out there, Asian, whatever, Hispanic, ask yourself this question. If you're one of those people who think that same race dating, no, if you're one of those people who think that, <laughs> don't you dare, same race dating is, is the priority, I want you to ask yourself a question. And Sam, I want you to answer this too, and then I'll answer. Okay. If you were to come across somebody in this world who you connected with Dude, on a perfect s- 
like perfect like spiritual, spiritual. you were you, there was a physical attraction there financial financially stable just that emotional connect everything clicked bringing it in the bedroom but they were but they were outside of your preferred race would you date <gasps> them or not i feel like a jeopardy clock in, in my head do you feel that vibe that, that jeopardy vibe is that is that jeopardy I ain't yeah. never really watched Jeopardy like that. The only thing, like, the only like thing missing. Like making my girl and all that? Yes, the only thing missing is the person's not your race. Yes or no? Probably not. You still wouldn't? I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> yo, we got a... A flex bomb yo, for you. Yo, we got you. flex bombs? Yes. Yeah, Another oh. one for you. But yo, a God-given <laughs> person, and you still say no. That's <laughs> crazy. One more. <laughs> I probably would, yeah. That's crazy. I probably would. See, to even taking this off of race, this is gonna probably make me sound bisexual too. But Whoa. I know, but I'm not. <laughs> Where's this going? I'm not, but I just think that. Like, when you find the right person, the connection is just so... It's not It's not of this world. Like, I'm really Damn, getting... you want me to talk to a white girl? No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> this is off of you now. I'm just saying that, like, I really am starting to step more into my faith and, and buckle down on things in my, in my uh, relationship with God. And in doing so, like, it's kind of changing the way I view relationships with people. Um, not even just like, you know, intimate relationships, but all relationships. Um, but speaking on intimate relationships, I just feel like the right person for me, it's going to speak to me on a different level because it's going to be, it's going to be from God. Like it's not even going to be up to me really. Like I kind of feel that way about the situation I'm in. Of course we have our issues and, you know, just as recently we go through it, but that's the one thing that I um, am so attracted to about my current situation. Wait, what happened recently? You just need to hold on. Flex <laughs> <laughs> <Like> bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna pull out some horns on my phone. Um, <laughs> but yeah. um, but it it. it it just, the way that I feel about my current situation is just like, God is telling me to be here. So everything else really, is going to... Really, God? Yeah, it really God's is. God's voice? It really is. And um, I know that you probably, I don't know, some people might think that's funny or think I'm joking or whatever the case may be, but I, I really feel that way. So I say that to say... If I were, you know, fully single and everything like that, and I met somebody, and I'm, and I had that feeling, that it was like from God telling me, here, I'm not turning that down for some superficial worldly shit, not, and I'm not diminishing anybody's race, and because there's so much pride in that, and I respect that, and I agree with you, that is something for me dating that's very important for our son as well. I can't just have anybody out here being, you know, another, a male role model in his life and not being thorough. Um, or going against what we think is best for him as far as growing up in, in this uh, world as a man and as a biracial, you know, he'll be viewed as black. Um, 
So it's very important. I think I probably even have a. He is black. So. Why well, he's biracial? He's white and black. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! I put the the bomb. So what, who would you? So what would you want him to respond with? With his um, his race. That's up to him. I don't. I don't. It. I don't Good really. I don't care um, as far as how he chooses to identify. Like if he falls in into quote like more of like his um, black heritage and culture, that's fine. Um, white people, we don't really. I mean, I'm Italian and recently. You're Italian. Yeah, and a couple other things, German, Polish, and yeah, found out that like, when, you ain't... a little Peruvian too. But I um, what? Yeah, but I uh, we like. I don't really come from like a huge sense of uh sorry guys, um huge sense of like culture. So I don't know like him getting into his. Quote, what was that? Quote white culture. What was that? What? You just closed out a tab X X on. What was that? The sound effects. X. The sound effects. That's a lot of X's. Okay. Um. Gross. <laughs> I wouldn't put that on my laptop. Just on my phone. Anyway. Um, Ew. So. <laughs> I, that's up to Dominic, completely up to Dominic. I think it's just my job to make sure that I'm putting the right pieces around him um, for him to understand who he is as a whole and even getting more into my side of my family and their history of where they come from, presenting that all to him, however he chooses to develop and, and pull from. And, you know, that's stuff you'll talk to him about later on in life or now and later on especially. Um, I'm cool with however he feels he fits in. Or if he doesn't want to fit in, perfectly fine with that too. You know, I. Um, okay. If we do have any, you know, listeners out there that are biracial, hit up the email for us because I would like to hear from an adult perspective. You know, um, what's some of the things maybe you guys have gone through specifically to being biracial? Um, Untitled, unmastered potting at gmail dot com. Because I think that's some stuff I'd be interested in, in knowing or being trying to be a little bit prepared for, you know? You know, I always thought that I would take the stance of I want Dominic to respond with, I'm black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the more I listen to people who are biracial, they respond with, I'm biracial. Because they have pride on both sides, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they feel as though they don't have to commit to one side or the other. You know, they resonate with both, which is a internal fight, an external fight. You know, they're getting it from all different angles. So I think I, I agree with you. I'm just going to respect what he um, chooses to identify as and uh, just move like that. Yeah, whatever. To each his own as far as that goes. But back to what we were talking about with Dominic. Um, and just like I said, anybody out there, if you like, you know, adult, um, that are biracial hit us up because I'm just curious to know more about a biracial struggle so then I can help that, we can help our son I agree it's it, we have to listen yeah or hit us up on it's our a social whole, it's a completely different experience for both of us yeah forget us him but I'm saying like neither of us can identify with that That's experience what I mean. so yeah so uh yeah hit us up biracial people let us know what's up biracial people <laughs> yeah we need like a, a printout of what we can say on the air and what we can't say. Why? On is that air. offensive? It could be. You never know. It's 2019. All right. Well, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to get some advice. If from you my are son. both white if and black. If you identify as both white and black, please hit up untitled unmasteredpotting at gmail.com.
We might change that email. It's potting. We just talked about that. <laughs> okay, so moving right along, that we really went in on the race stuff for a minute there, but that's good because that we talk about that all the time. I feel like something, something that we can't ignore. I think. Yeah, something's always coming up with it. I mean, it just is a hot topic in the nation. I feel like right now. Uh, are you going to vote this next election? No. Why not? Why? Why should I? Why should you not? I know I hate asking you an answer question with a question, but... I think I started it. Um, yeah. No, I'm not voting. You, yeah, I got that. Got that down. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't answer anything. Why? Why would you not vote? You don't care? No, I don't think that... Um, so you don't care about... I don't about... think it matters who is uh, in these positions. So you think there's been no difference between Trump being president and any other previous president? No. That's insane. You obviously are not paying attention to politics. I'm not at all. And I'm, I'm living a, a... Yeah, but how can you not care about... I'm living about, a lovely life. But how can you not care about the future for Dominic? As far as I, I care. Guess? Well, we have a president... We can create our own future, no matter... Yeah, but when you have a president in the office removing important climate change things that are going to destroy this world... What do you know about climate change? I know a lot. I pay attention to politics. I'm not the most versed, and I'm surely not going to get on here and try to act like it or make... What but, can you do to change... Uh, what were you saying? Well, I'll tell you this. Congratulations, you played yourself. I'm going to tell you why. Because in my house, we've switched to a Brita, a Brita water filter thing. We don't buy any um, bottled water. Wow. We don't use any plastic oh, straws. Oh, okay. We only have... I use the organic joints? No, we just don't use straws or Thank we have God. like a permanent one. I don't want to raise my son on organic straws. <laughs> or we just... He uses them in Disney. Or we just have like the paper joints. Okay. Yeah, those are the worst. They get all soggy in like seconds. Whose idea was that? Save the turtles. That is the slogan? But that's why, because people throw plastic straws away, it gets into the ocean, they get stuck in the animals, in oh, the turtles' damn. noses and stuff. Yeah, hmm. so no Turtle? more straws. Only turtles? Pri- that was a big thing. It was happening, I don't know why, but it was happening a lot with turtles. Yo, people really care about the earth, man. Shout out to them, man. Yeah, because it's the only one we have. If we don't take care of this, then what? We have no place to live. It's going to get rid of us. It'll cleanse itself and get rid of us. We're like a cancer to it. So, I wish I still had my flex bomb drop. I could have just dropped like eight different bombs right there. Yeah, I'm thinking about Marvin Gaye when he said, who really cares? To save a world who is destined to die. Should have queued it up. Dropped the ball on that one. Yeah. Um, okay. That's a fair question, though. I wanna. I wanted to ask this, and I this is kind of out of order. I should have brought it up earlier when we were talking about schools, but when we were dropping Dominic off the other day, you had brought up a good point. Um, our son's school has a metal detector in it, and now I'll say when I grew up, none of the schools I went to had metal detectors in it. I mean, Jeanette, we had a fair amount mix of white and black students, um, but we didn't have any metal detectors. And you were saying how hood schools have always had metal detectors. Yeah. So um, that was nothing new for you. Well, even if you think back to like movies like Dangerous Minds in the mid '90s, we saw it on TV. I saw it on TV. I remember them like going through metal detectors and stuff like that. So it was like normal. You know, you saw Lean on Me. Um, the thing that came out in 1986. You saw yourself in your school. <laughs> no, I'm saying but I'm I saying saw... you experienced. That, oh yes, right? yes. Okay, so yeah, so that was my experience in high school every day. Going through what about elementary? Because Dominic's in kindergarten. What about that young? No, that's that's is crazy, but I get it. But I think 
I but get I kind of think mm-hmm. hood schools are innovative for that point. Like, <laughs> to kind of Yo, put a positive it's crazy light. to think about it like that. You're we right. should have been doing that for all schools. Right. It should be, that should it be the first thing they changed. It always had such a negative, negative stigma on it. Like, you know, oh, you're in the hood. You got to, you know, go through a metal detector. You know, I thank God, uh, not every day, but I thank God every single day that Martin Luther King had metal detectors. You know how many people would have got hurt in that job? I'm sure. Your books were uh, chained to the desk. Yeah. That's that crazy. That's crazy in itself. Are trying to keep buying books, motherfuckers? Take them and leave them? I mean, Imagine anybody listening, especially people who went to Jeanette, my Jeanette listeners out there and stuff like that. I'll speak on our experience. Imagine if we went to school and our books were chained to our desk. Like, what type of environment that sets for a young a young person? Like, how can you possibly learn in that environment, though? when your books are chained to your desk, like in, in, in education is supposed to be your priority. Like, do you see the how- priority of the school was safety? That's the only, that was the only priority is that nobody gets hurt. And, that's, and see if for anybody out there that doesn't understand, um, what people mean by the, the, the playing field being level, that's a, that is a very, Speaking- uh, foundate, like basic e- example of that. Imagine if I had to go, I cannot imagine a world I had to go to school every day. My books chained to the desk. I got to worry about fights breaking out in school, getting to school and home safely. Like, that's difficult. That's why I say football saved my life. You know what I mean? I kind of dodged the streets because I always had football practice. I never was able to walk, really walk home from, from high school like that. Do you view everybody. that as like a traumatic experience? Not traumatic because it was, it was the only thing that we knew. You know what I mean? I knew that I didn't want to get caught up in the streets. That's one of the things that stopped me from smoking weed growing up is I just never, I was always looked at it as a gateway to the streets or I didn't want to be, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to play sports, really. So the, the further I went towards sports, the further away from the streets I got. You can't really do both. Yeah. But after like 15 years old, you got to choose. Yeah, I mean, it's some of the stuff I think, because before we met, this, just for informational purposes, uh, Sam was not my first interracial relationship, um, but whenever I started dating you, you being from Philly, that's really when my eyes were opened up to like bigger world things that were going on because Jeanette was such a bubble. Um, we all just kind of like, yeah, you would hear of like racist things happening here and there, but everything was pretty much the same for most people like growing up um at least from my perspective um you know we still had people who were a little bit well better off than others whatever just basic stuff but when you would tell me different stories about your school and like different things that you dealt with like didn't you tell me a story once um about like some like 30 year olds would be coming in the school or something like that oh yeah that was the uh the valentine's day massacre oh my god they, uh <laughs> I'm not meaning to laugh. That's crazy. Yo, that changed that changed the lives of a lot of my friends coming up. That one fight, but the I forget Valentine's the specific, Day massacre. I think it was yeah, it was on Valentine's Day, and I was sending dudes, these, like flowers for a dollar to class different classes <laughs> on Valentine's Day. We, we might have had something like that too, but they these old dudes broke into the uh, school. Looking for my homies, and they said it was a crazy fight. I was on, I was below on the bottom floor, and all you heard was rumbling, like you know, running on the top floor, and it sounded like it was a a band running through that joint. They was playing football up there. They said the fight was crazy. You know, I heard the stories in the hood after that, but 
yeah, that changed the that changed the the climate of our hood for wow. That's that's a lot. I don't know what I would we just had basic fights. This guy slept with this guy's girlfriend. <laughs> His girl cheated on that or betrayed her friend or whatever. Every, Jeanette was so small. Basically, all the fights involved people sleeping with other people's friends and stuff. Small, small town shit. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to actually learn with dealing with real life problems at such a young age. Those are like adult problems. And you're 15 years old trying to figure everything out and that. That's... That's a lot. Um, do you feel like any of that has affected your life even now? Like, is there anything that I you think take? It was, I, I take, since I survived, I look at it as though, I, I wouldn't say I survived the streets, but I didn't succumb to the streets. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I have a positive view on my upbringing because mm-hmm. I stayed out of the way. I didn't have no drama. All I had to do was focus on football. That's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... My outlook on it, I feel sad. I have like a survivor's remorse kind of because mm. some of my friends aren't even here no more. You know, some people have been shot and killed. You know what I mean? Paralyzed in jail forever. Mm. You know what I mean? So my hood is crazy to this day. Wow, survivor's remorse. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know that I ever heard you say that before. Yeah, I learned that shit over the summer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So do you feel with that, do you feel like, obligated to do certain things like I know that you haven't always been able to go back as much as you'd like to Philly and you know time and trying to work and get your business up and stuff like that but like do you feel a level of responsibility to be involved with Philly still somehow or how do you feel about that well you know I still got friends there you know my brothers my brothers live there all my homies Mm -hmm. you know most of them still live in Philly um I feel an obligation to <clears throat> an obligation to try to show people that you know you can forgive you know what I mean you can for- maybe not forget but you can forgive and move forward you know what I mean trying to settle different things that's going on around the way but um okay so I want to ask you a question um or make a statement and you can react along the lines of cheaters and cheating I think that men don't really care about forgiveness. They just want us to forget. Like, if you cheat on me, I don't think... If I, if I never brought it up again, but I didn't forgive you, I don't think you'd care. Just as long as I didn't bring it up. Your forgiveness, that would be on you. Right, so men don't care if, if we forgive. If, that's if, a personal choice. We don't, you know, no. It's not up to us. That, But see, that's a problem because... I hear that so much. I've heard you say this. I've heard you give this as advice to other people. What? When there's been, like, cheating or infidelities involved, you'll say, like, so what? Get over it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was the old saying. Remember? You just gave advice not that, like, two weeks ago I heard you telling somebody Ooh, that. Oh, what did I say? You were saying that they needed to get over it. Like, the, what they were going through. And I'm not going to bring up specifics. To get over it. But that's I didn't say I didn't I'm not an advocate of cheating. But you can't just tell somebody when someone's been cheated on, you cannot just tell them to get over it. You have No no no. At some point you're going to have to get over but it. But it's not up to you, the cheater, to tell me when to get over it. You bounce though. That's like almost a double violation because one, you've cheated on me. And let's let's say this is under the 
um, assumption that you really are in love with me. Like you're truly upset that you did this as a true mistake. You're not just an, an asshole or a dickhead that's out here cheating. So let's say you, you really messed up. Okay. Um, it, it would be crazy for you then to violate me. And I'm heartbroken about this because you cheated. And then it's almost like a double smack in my face that not only did you hurt me so bad, but now you're telling me how to handle it, how to heal and how to feel and to, to get over it. That's like just as that's so hurtful. I feel that I, I, I'm with you. But after a while, if, if you keep bringing it up, it's like, yo, get over that shit. But don't you feel like if you violate somebody like that? It should be like on you then to. If I've forgiven myself, I've God's forgiven <gasps> me. That's that's all that matters. If that's God, crazy. God has forgiven me, don't right? Don't you dare bring him into your sinning. How you know God's a he? He could be a she. You don't know that. He <laughs> said, "You don't know what the fuck of your mother been knowing." That was one of my favorite parts. But um, but, but I'm um, just saying, yeah, like, it's not fair for you to. There's so okay with that theory being said. After so long, what's long to you? That's relative. If you keep bringing us backwards in our relationship with keep bringing up this old shit, that's too long. And but what's too you long? can either get over it and we can move forward, or we could go our separate but ways. How, but so, what's the grace period? How long do I have to talk about it and to, to like if just a general? How long meet, do I have you general cheat? meet and cheat? No extras. Oh God, help me. A general mean cheat? Let's just say that, like, you cheated on me. I'm hurt now. You're hurt. We're whatever. We're in the process of trying to okay. mend. How long I, now? I do apologize. I have? Boom. Day one. I apologize. Okay. A whole week and a half, two weeks. We go through, you know, but you should have never did this. And what was it about her? And why couldn't you were lying when you said you were here? And, you know, you're trying to piece everything together. I gave you two weeks. Two weeks. Wait, it's, the saga continues. So I, I'll give you two weeks through that period. And then it's like, we'll be chilling, watching Netflix. Everything's cool. And then out of nowhere, you bring it up. Like, so what was that? But you're not mad. You're just kind of being petty at this point. So you got a two-week petty period. So you got the angry period, Grace, two weeks. Then we got the petty period for two weeks. So that's a month. We got a whole nother month of slightly petty. After that two month mark, it's like yo. So sixty days. Because we have a forgiveness chart as well. When do you forgive me? Because you said that you'll forgive, but you won't forget. We we want us to y'all y'all to forget it. The forgiveness has to set in before y'all can forget it. Okay, but so let me say like this because I I understand what I do understand what you're saying, but. I'm looking at it from like a, a little bit older, more mature perspective. Let's sure. say, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying my reaction to it. So you're Wait, talking, was that mine? Yeah, because you're talking about you're talking about a woman who is going to flip out, try to piece pieces together, and then a petty period of making comments, and then a petty another petty period. So let's say that the reaction to it is this: I'm just hurt. And I want to have, I want to sit down, I want to have open, productive oh, conversations. Gay. And I want to talk about what really made you feel like like it's not on I don't some. Even want to know. It's not on some anger shit. It's not on some petty I, I shit. I wouldn't want to have a conversation like that. So you'd rather me be immature and petty, yelling in your face and cussing you out, than actually try to get down to the. I, I heard you core told me that you were hurt. I see the core right there. You're hurt. 
Forget the story. The moral of it is you're hurt. But it's not about I don't. I don't need the story though. I I put you through the story. I have my view of it. But we want. But we when that happens, that's what I'm speaking from many experiences. We want to know why. That's the difference between men and women. The why doesn't matter. We just know the result, and this is where we're going from it. But that's not fair for you to be dismissive of the woman's wanting to but know the why. We're not dismissive. You have but two months basically to get being, it together. But that's not. That's not. See, this is where I th- I think that's insane because if. Let's say, like, yes, I forgive you, and we go through some time. If we're just sitting there and something and a conversation goes there and it gets brought up, I should be able to talk about it freely, however I want, whenever I want. Because for it's, how long? For until the day I die. It's my truth. It's my life. It's my experience. I should be able to talk about it whenever I want. There should not be a time limit because that's you're putting. That's not fair. Like you, it's sixty days, and then what? And then you give up. I'm just playing. I'm not really on this. No, but issue. but a lot of people are though. Yeah, because it gets old. Okay, but so let me ask you. Then you, you get this. into get over it mode. Next question. Okay. Do you believe in unconditional love? Truly unconditionally loving your partner. Yeah. So unconditional. I want to focus on that. I'm not saying this necessarily to you, but this is a topic I want to just discuss. I didn't plan on getting here, but we're here. I think that that word unconditional love is like almost become background noise to people. Like people will say, yeah, I I love my spouse or my girlfriend or my boyfriend unconditionally, but if they cheat on me, I'm out. But if they don't spend time with me, I'm leaving. But if they don't fix the room like I like, I'm out. Well, that's not really unconditional though, is it? So a lot of conditions. That's conditions. That's (laughs) conditional love. I'll love you and stay with you only if you're this for me. So... I'm trying to really love unconditionally. So even when it hurts, I'm not going anywhere. So I say that to say, like, let's say I'm in a situation where somebody cheats on me. I love you unconditionally. You love me unconditionally. I'm not going to leave you for cheating because we're going to work through it. At least at this point, I'm not. Because I do believe, disclaimer, if you're getting hit on or like, you know, it's truly not a good situation for you, mental abuse, physical abuse, obviously you leave. But... In normal situations where somebody just made a mistake or something like that, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna leave right away. I'm gonna be honest. I've been cheated on before and I've stayed, because I don't believe on giving up on people. Um, I believe that life is so long, and to think that we're not gonna make mistakes along the way or holding each other to perfection is insane. But I also think if I'm willing to be on that level with somebody, where I'm here unconditionally, you hurt me, but then because I haven't. Um, gotten over this in a time frame that fits your comfort because it makes you feel bad when I bring it up I think that's kind of that's like like I said a double slap in the face that's the most selfish part of it all wait somebody cheated on you who cheated on you (laughs) well to be clear um, basically every person I've ever dated up until now so I have a lot of experience with cheating and some of it have been with people You've never very close cheated to me. Before either. I cheated once, what? kind of. Oh, when I was well, me? When no, no, when I was fourteen, fifteen, my first uh, high school relationship. So most people probably don't even really consider that like a no. thing. But it and I hated it because I felt like that's one thing. Like white people, y'all be having like 
early boyfriends, like high school, like. I don't know if that's Ninth. a white thing. I've always been that way. I've always been Little very... Had girlfriends and all that back then. I've always wanted a relationship. I'm a very relationship person. I don't want to be out here dating, like asking somebody, what's your favorite color, 2019? That's not, that's not a thing. No, it is a thing. Because when before I met the you guy I'm with now... Guy, well, you don't talk to guys, but... When I was when you dating, were dating... People were asking you their favorite, your favorite color? We could go through my inbox right now. Somebody asked me if I was ticklish the other day. Oh, God. It's... That doesn't Rough. beat me. Mine, I had this this lady just send random nudes to me in a nude video. Oh. She was like dancing in this like burlesque robe. I think she was playing like Ashanti or something. <laughs> Which I'm song like, is man, on Rain on what me? do you know about Ashanti? Rain on me? No, it, it, it was like a techno type of vibe. <laughs> I Vegas only made style it. it was like fifty three seconds. I only made it through like twenty seconds, and I had Can enough. I see it? No, I'm just kidding. Don't show me. It. Um, but DMs are crazy. No, one time I'm gonna top your crazy bro. Uh, what was that called? Burlesque story. Yeah, burlesque robe. An unsolicited D pick. Um, mom, dad, if you're listening, tune out. Oh God. I was at um, dinner with a friend, and there was a guy that I had met online but we had never met face to face we never even really talked like that online mm-hmm. um through text he i just given him my number like very recent whatever he was like okay cool fast, huh? no i mean it was, this was over like a couple weeks actually um so i was actually moving pretty slow like we weren't really talking like that like just every hey how you doing that's you you faster than that i'm just saying it was just like it wasn't that serious is what okay. i'm trying to say so I'm at dinner with a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine, and um just a friend? Yeah, just a friend. And uh I get this image up on my phone and it's an Penis. unsolicited D pig. Mm-hmm. And I'm like truly offended. Like, why did you send why, me this? Wait, why were you offended? Because why are you sending me this? I don't even know you. I don't even know you. You don't even know me. And here now here's your penis. I didn't ask for this. I didn't sign up for this. I just Did got irate. See his penis? I just got irate. No, so I I text him back. Why would you give him his, your number? Just to get to know somebody. I don't want to get to know hey, his penis. I mean... <laughs> so then he said, I said, why'd you do that? Why'd you send that to me? And he was like, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not mine. It's off uh, of Google Images. Yo, that's the worst. I, it Which wasn't mine. What, he, wait, what? Google Images? Yeah, he's like. It's, so I said. So then you just randomly decided <laughs> to send me a random penis from google images pretend it's yours and then now say it's from google images that's a real story that in my and when i opened it i had my phone down on the table because i'm not being secret. And someone saw it penis everywhere yes <laughs> everybody saw it and everyone's looking at me like you freak and i'm like no look at the text thread. you were embarrassed no because i i instantly was like look Did at you, the text so you thread. claimed it no, I didn't claim it. I let everybody read the text thread to see. With like, the penis? You held it up? <laughs> yes. Because I'm like, no. I was like, I didn't Wait, understand. was this a white guy, black guy? Black guy. Well, I don't know. Because he said it wasn't his penis, but it was a black penis. And the guy, the profile picture was black. So So you like matched it up? Like, wait, this could be his. <laughs> no, I didn't match his penis. I just, wait, were you impressed? No, I was so... Listen, I don't, I don't know. Maybe some women like it. I don't know if this is like... Just me or whatever, but I've never been big into that. Like men's, your guy stuff is not like doesn't like that. A penis picture is like, mm. Mm. yeah, I feel you. And it doesn't matter what. It's not like exclusive to like size, shape, cut. Like I don't care. It could be whatever. 
but it's just like uh, I don't know. I, now, if you send me a picture in like some gray Nike sweats, now we're talking about something different. Is that what gets you going? Nike, yeah, Nike? that would more than like an, a nice shirt off picture with like some nice sweats on and stuff. I'm going to imagine you have good cologne on in the picture. Like, I'm, my imagination now is more running, so I'm more, like, into you're, it. You're getting into this. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm you just... have Andrew checking what he's wearing. Like, hold up. I ain't got no motherfucking Nike sweats on. <laughs> Who'd you see in Nike sweats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, that is really funny for so many reasons that nobody even really knows. But, um, but yeah, I'd be more like enticed to respond to that then I would just this random body part on my phone <laughs> like so no, so no I let everybody read it and even the people I was with were like I'm still I'm still stuck on that part. even my guy friends were like oh my gosh I can't believe yeah, he did I'd that I'd imagine cause they were reading the messages they were like no like nothing you said like warranted this oh yeah I've done that before that's crazy yeah like you, you make some stupid uh, decisions when you're young how young? Like 30. No. <laughs> You're crazy. I don't think I could ever do something like that. I even get like self-conscious about sending stuff to the person I'm with sometimes. I just get. I think that's a, uh, an old model. What? I don't think. Sending stuff? Yeah. I think it's just too risky now. Yeah. Too. Like we're really adults now. Like, Especially when you have a child and you're like, oh, if this ever got. I like. I don't know how. I never looked at it that. like that, but um. Oh, I, well, I, I do as, as having. A I'm just on some like I don't even need that type of connection anymore. Like I, I'm more comfortable with myself. You don't that, need that type of connection. Like you're looking for a deeper connection, but only related to your race. <laughs> <laughs> well, please. Just kidding. Um, yeah. So. The, yeah, we just that was a lot of topics in one, mm-hmm. and I also have another topic, and then we can kind of you know wrap things up and, or talk about if you have anything else you want to talk about before we go. I, this is a topic, and I don't know if you feel this way because we've actually never talked about this. Um, parent friends, wow. parent friends, like this is a real struggle for me. I am struggling. I am not to be honest. I'm not even being funny. I'm not good at making new friends. I mean, you know that about me. Like, I've had the same group of friends my entire life. And I love my friends. They're sisters to me. But I am not a good friend maker, just period. But let alone, like, I feel so bad for Dominic sometimes since we moved out here. Because I feel like it's on me right now to have play dates and stuff for him. And I'm just not good at making parent friends at all. Well, I made a, a parent friend. Here in uh, at the library on the north side. Yeah, don't um, be putting my location out there. What you mean? I don't know. Keep going. Scratch it. Want to start? Want to start that over? No, go. Just keep talking. I made a, a parent friend at the library uh, on the north side. So, you know, my son and her son had play dates there at the library, or we'll meet at the park. I think it's very important. You know, it's definitely. Um, for him to have yeah, but somebody to hang out with. how do you make... With. I think so, too. Not arguing that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like... How do you make parent friends with somebody? That you're not dating? Of course not. Like, I'm talking about just friends just with friends? other parents. Oh, um... You gotta, like... Go to, like, Barnes & Noble or something. <laughs> do you believe that? Is that yeah. really your advice? 
Yes. Go to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. That can't. You've never even There's been to Barnes of, and Noble. I've been to, I've been to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> you know how many books I've bought? No. I, don't. I bought I bought a book last year. Okay. Three books, actually. Well, I guess that's great. I wish I had the round of applause. So cute. <laughs> I I don't know. Well, whatever. Maybe it's just me, but like. I don't know. I just don't have, like, the energy for new friends, period. But then... Well, it's about the kid. Yeah. It's about the child or the children. And I do try for that reason. So when you meet or you... When when Dominic's at the park playing with another kid, get the mom or dad's number. But sometimes I feel kind of crazy because I think they think I'm going to, like... Like, I'm trying to, like, come at them. No. I mean, if they're that... You know, hesitant, then maybe that's not the right. Like, how do you ask mix. them for like a parent? Like, ask them for their number. If the, just ask them like a human. So do you, do you start it with like, hey, our kids get along real pretty well. Would you like to have a play date? Do you mind if I have your number? Hey, let's uh, let's exchange number, or or you just ask them like, yo, what's what's your number? Maybe we could do this, you know, more often. I'm gonna be honest. If you came up to me and said that to me, like if we both had kids at the playground and you came up to me and was like, "Hey, what's your number? We should exchange numbers and do this more often," I would not think you were doing it to be a parent friend. Well, then you would get to know me, and you would see that I was really on some parent shit. Mm, I don't know. Why you think I would be like trying to holler at you on the side or something? Young, young man, young woman. Both fairly attractive. Yeah, I would think the kids were talking about the children. Can you focus? Yeah, but you don't think that like people use their kids as like pickup lines. Yeah, but I have you ever used Dominic as a pickup line? No, never. You swear? I promise. On Dominic's life, no, hell no. I mean, there has been there have been times where like I will walk by a group of girls and like, oh my god, he's so cute. I'm like, I know. Thank you. It's never gone anywhere past that, but that makes me feel good. You know, I like when people show Dominic love. People all people love him. Like people are just like, Your son is so cute, blah 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 blah. Just be like, Thanks. Yeah, I think he's such a um like just a pure soul. Like he's just so in tune with people's emotions and like Right now, I think he doesn't know how to handle all that. I was about to say, really, he's like mean as hell. No, well, yeah, I think he, I think he's going through definitely a I think phase he's, he's right fe- now. He's trying to feel us out too. Yeah, he kind of yeah, he's to feel definitely how far been he can go right. He's been like testing us more at five than ever, a little bit more mouthy, but also too, I think it really truly is the difference in schools he's in this year. I think his school's a little bit rougher, and he's mm-hmm. he like you. I can tell things. like he'll say he'll make little jokes like he's Yo. cracking on me. And Man, I'm he's just like busting on me. I feel so bad because like he be hurting me kind of. Like, yeah, he'll yo, be like, my friend. Like I'm out. I'm yeah. like, damn. Like, I, get out I just want to hang with you. I get out the car the other day, and he's like, "What are those?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Yo, like, like Dominic, you're making me feel bad." But like, then I'm like, Dominic. Yeah, he's saying he's like making fun of my sneakers, and I'm like, man, the only reason why I don't got no sneakers is because of you. Like, right. you start getting serious. Yeah, like, mom, chill. Yeah, I know, but that's funny. He really is that, but I think that that's because of the school he did. So he doesn't know, he doesn't understand that like you don't rip on your parents. Like he's learning Yeah, I'm that. like, yo, dog, don't talk to me like that. Like, I, he be going in. I want to share this story. Um, I had, I have a problem with my back right now going on 
and um, is really difficult for me to walk some days. So I'm laying on the couch, and Dominic knows this. And yeah, this is what I mean. Putting it down over there, huh? This is what I mean. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is what I mean about him being so in tune. Like, he'll come up, and Dominic will start rubbing my back, and he'll ask me if I'm okay, and different things like that. So he's rubbing my back, and it's extremely inflamed right now, my lower back. Um, and if you feel it, it feels very, like, puffy kind of. So Dominic's rubbing it, and he goes, Mommy, your back is flappy. And I said, what does flappy mean? And Dominic says, it means fat. And instantly, like, my face, I was like, so you're saying Mommy's fat? And then he he could feel and he (laughs) saw instantly that, like, he shouldn't have said that to me. Mm -hmm. And he goes, um... No, I was saying stranger danger is fat, not you. Stranger uh, danger is fat. So I think he's to, starting to, to learn. Yeah, I think he's starting to learn like, okay, wait, I'm not supposed to rip on my my parents. That's just school. Like he's figuring all that out. But yeah, he thought we we will go off on a tangent about Dominic. So we'll kind of stop it there. But yeah, I think he's kind of learning all his emotions because you're so emotional and he's got to deal with that all. But For um. Sure. This was a good episode. Definitely more lighthearted than the last. A lot of funny stories. Dang, we got two down. Okay. Yeah. So you said the, the, the first number that you're looking at is like 10. 10. 10 episodes. To get yeah. To. It's like our, our benchmark. Because that's 10 weeks. Oh, true. Wow. Damn. It's consistency is key with this from everything I've read and I listened to. So uh, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from you guys. And... Um, Again, I just want to end this the same way we started it, by thanking everybody. This feeling of sharing something like this uh, from Sam and I and then having it received the way that it is, I can't even explain the feeling. It just feels good. It feels good to hear you guys relate to some of the stuff that we... For sure. uh, A friend, shout out to to Alyssa. We were cracking up on the phone, yelling about some parts, laughing about others, emotional about some because she knows a lot of it. So just want to thank everybody again. Hit us up, man. Uh, Email us, share us. Um, So we're going to end this again on the Jewel of the Week. Sam, you go first because you you killed it last time. Jewel of the Week is stay away from ponytails. (laughs) Okay. My Jewel of the Week is um, probably going to be... I don't know if I want to go serious or funny because I have both. Hey, it's your turn. You can close it out. I want to say this. This is my Jewel of the Week off of a conversation that we had and I had explained to you a situation um don't allow someone to use you as a punching bag while they're trying to work themselves out it's okay for us to heal go through trauma different things like that but don't allow yourself to become a punching bag for somebody in the process of it stand up for yourself episode two untitled unmastered we out Hey. <laughs> <laughs>